Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Wednesday, 31st January 2024. Our bit today is taken from Matthew 6, verse 24b, which says, Ye cannot serve God and mammon, that's earthly riches. Oh, friends, last night as I was sitting at my desk contemplating what task to commence and not wanting to do the ones I really desired to do, I happened to look up at the wall on my right side, a wall filled with pictures and words of encouragement that I very seldom seem to look at. But as my eyes wandered over all the stuff there, they fell on this particular list written in bold red and black colors and titled The 12 Aspects of True Wealth. And it suddenly occurred to me that I didn't know what those aspects of true wealth were. So I took a few moments to read it, obviously the first time in a long while. Then, having done so, the truth of it all suddenly came back to me, and I had the inspiration to share them with you today. So here they are. And the first one is a positive mental attitude. Then we have song physical health, harmony in human relationships, freedom from fear, hope of future achievement, the capacity for applied faith, willingness to share one's blessings with others, to be engaged in a labor of love, an open mind on all subjects to all people, complete self-discipline, wisdom with which to understand people, and last but not least, financial security. And there you have them, the 12 aspects of true wealth. No, that last one I have, that's financial security, I have in capital letters with dollar signs all around it. No, why it was done like that, I can't remember. But I believe it was put last to show that it was not the most important aspect of wealth, which it isn't. Yes, friends, financial security is nice to have, but it is not the most important aspect of our lives or of true wealth, as can be observed by the numerous people who are financially secure, but are not truly happy. And I know that the world touts the accruing of money and other forms of wealth as the search for the golden grail. But setting your sights on the accumulation of worldly wealth is only a formula for unhappiness because it's a process filled with things like greed, envy, jealousy, hard-heartedness, endless work, possibly ill health from too much work, poor personal relationships, and lack of a good family life. And that's only the tip of the iceberg. 
And you know, friends, I don't think that anyone said it better than Cousin Saul as the preacher in Ecclesiastes. So let's listen to him as he reminisces now. He says, I made me great works. I builded me houses. I planted me vineyards. I made me gardens and orchards. And I planted trees in them of all kinds of fruits. I made me pools of water to water or irrigate therewith the wood that bringeth forth trees. That's water to irrigate the grove of growing trees. I got me servants and maidens and had servants born in my house. Also, I had great possessions of great and small cattle, that's great herds above all that were in Jerusalem before me. I gathered me also silver and gold and the peculiar or special treasure of kings and of the provinces. I got me or acquired men singers and women singers and the delights of the sons of men as musical instruments and that of all sorts. So I was great and increased or excelled more than that all were before me in Jerusalem. Also my wisdom remained with me and whatsoever mine eyes desired, I kept not from them. I withheld not my heart from any joy or pleasure. For my heart rejoiced in all my labor, and this was my portion of or reward from all my labor. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had wrought, and on the labor that I had labored or toiled to do. And behold, all was vanity, that's futility, and vexation of spirit, a grasping for the wool or the wind, and there was no profit under the sun. And all of that comes from Ecclesiastes 2, 40, 11. O my people, if the richest and wisest man ever did not or could not find true happiness and lasting joy in all his wealth and wisdom. Why, yes, tell me why not? Why are we still trying to attain happiness and joy along those same lines? Eh? Because the world and the devil have deceived us into thinking that's the way to joy, but it's not. The only way to true joy is through acceptance of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and walking faithfully in his will. And I like the way the scholars explain it. They say Solomon pursued fulfillment through pleasure, through wine, great works, wealth, aesthetic and artistic pleasures, pleasures and fame. But all of these fail to bring lasting satisfaction to the wisest man of all time. Yet people 3,000 years later are still trying them 
in search of enduring fulfillment. Yes, friends, the riches of the world do not automatically bring lasting joy and satisfaction. No, not unless they are paired with the righteousness of God in our lives. There's nothing wrong with having worldly wealth, for there are many wealthy Christians. But running down the wealth just for the wealth's sake is a waste of time. As Cousin Saul so wisely puts it, it's all vanity. That's futility and a waste of our efforts. Meanwhile, Jesus had this to say on the subject of accumulating earthly wealth for its own sake. He said, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt or ruin, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, that's ruin, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold two, that's be loyal to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon, that's earthly riches, no way. It, and that comes from Matthew 6, verses 19 to 21 and verse 24. And believe me, there is truth galore in Jesus' statements. In the first place, wherever your treasure is stored, your heart will focus on that place. Thus, if you are targeting earthly riches, then your heart will be focused on the things of the earth. Likewise, if you are storing up treasures in heaven, then your heart will be focused there. But friends, we cannot store treasures in both places and give proper attention to any of them. As the scholars so wisely remind us, total loyalty to God cannot be divided between, between him and loyalty to one's material possessions. So therefore, Jesus is quite right when he says, ye cannot serve God and mammon, that's earthly riches. However, he's not condemning money or possessions in and of themselves, but the improper attitude of enslavement toward wealth which so many of us still have. And now, with all we've said today, let's hope that we now know what true wealth is and have the right attitude towards it, yes. It will do all of us a world of good. So it's now time to go home declaring or Wednesday whale, and we did spend the spell declaring right. Let's go home then, declaring our Wednesday whale, letting all and sundry know of our wonderful position in Christ Jesus. All together now, Wednesday, 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 I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. 
Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow. And I'm not turning back. No, I'm not looking back at the past. Not focusing on what has gone before. But my eyes are fixed straight ahead. Straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. And furthermore, friends, if we endure right down to the end with Jesus, it's promised that that glorious future will be even more glorious than we can ask or imagine. So please, let's plan on enjoying it together now. That's wisdom for all time. Much love. And the postscript for today says, when you die, your earthly treasure stays on earth while your heavenly treasure awaits you there. And isn't that wonderful to know, friends? Because we can't carry all the earthly treasure with us. All we have in heaven is what treasure we've stored up there. So that's why Jesus so wisely tells us to store up treasure in heaven. So please, let's get wise and do that now. Forget the earthly stuff because we can't take it with us. We only leave it here for our descendants and other people to fight over it. Let's concentrate on storing up treasures in heaven so when we get there, we'll have them to enjoy. And the only way to do that is by living for Jesus today. And we pray that we'll all get together and do just that. We pray it in his strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.